Welcome to Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Steve. How you doing, Dan? Yo. Great. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Wonderful. And also with us tonight is Mustafa. How are you? Well, I'm thinking of my favorite quote, or one of my favorite quotes, by one of my favorite characters in one of my favorite movies. And wow. it is... You ready for this? Ready. Evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Oh, isn't that nice. the truth? It's so good. Yes. Although it seems not necessarily true in this game, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> So, uh, following our standard format, in this issue, we will start with our side scheme. Steve, you've got one for us. Yeah, to uh, play off a of last issue, we were talking about the master plan card and if it would trigger or not. So we had a three-player game. We had two side schemes out, and the master plan came up, dropped four threat on both of them, raising both side schemes threat up to 13. So... We just left him there. It was a uh, immortal claw, which gave him ten health. Where there was no, you know, there's no way to get rid of that side scheme and a power drain. So not only did Claw end up with ten extra hit points, but he there was two acceleration tokens from that, and we just there was just no way. We just had to try to push through it. So uh, that's sweet. Yeah, it was a good move by Claw. Like it, it really came out good. Claw's brilliant. And but did Claw end up? Winning or losing that game? A claw ended up getting beat up, and he fled into an alleyway, and I'm sure he'll be back later. Wimp. Well, just re- recouping his strength to strike later and stronger. That's right. That's right. Sure. Correct? Yeah. Awesome. I don't well, know how he's going to get any stronger with Immortal Claw and Power Drain, but we'll just get to that <laughs> later, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he'll tweak a few things, perfect it. That's all. Oh, uh, another question. Uh, were you playing with the Critical Encounters uh, home rules about putting in the um, expert set? Yeah, of course. Uh, it was standard game, but the three expert cards, but it was Claw 1 and 2. So. Okay. okay. And did that feel a little more challenging? Yeah. I, I mean, Master Plan came up, which hit, so it definitely, uh, it definitely affected the the game a little bit more it was a nice challenge without being too much we had one player who was a. Uh, it was his third game so he was not keen on playing full expert and it was a good sure. middle a good middle ground good can be a little daunting uh next issue uh mustafa and i have a side scheme to skip uh to share i think oh good yes. also involving the claw and the expert cards that we had talked about in yes. issue zero which will be awesome nice yeah right. spoiler alert Claw lost again. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, one of these, one of days, these days, we are going to be triumphant. I, I, I have to believe. Anyway. Keep up the well, faith, brother. <laughs> tonight, we are looking at the standard encounter cards from the core set. That's seven cards uh, that we'll be looking at and talking about. And I'm very excited because these are always in the game. Yeah, you're going to play with this set of cards. Yeah, it, maybe not with Wrecking Crew, right? They're going to have their own stuff. They'll have their own stuff, I think, yeah. And maybe when that story box or campaign, maybe there'll be a different set of cards that we would use. Sure, 
you know what? They better they better update these cards because I think they're a disgrace to the villain community. These cards, with the exception of one, possibly are weak, and they make us weak. They make us look bad, and they make well, the heroes say, "Is that the best you can do?" And we don't, have, yes. we don't have a comeback. There is because, a yes and no to that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> because, I mean, these tools are always at our disposal, and so we need to figure out the best time to use them. Let's get started. Who's going to read that first one? You go for it. Me? Yeah. All right. Oh, it's a beautiful picture of Red Skull clenching his fist. Nice it. art, yes. This is Advance. It is a treachery, and it says, when revealed, the villain schemes. Super simple. Very. Yeah. Too simple. It has no boost icons on it. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem for the villains. It's a little bit weaker when it comes up like that, but a well-timed scheme when the oh. players are the heroes are not expecting it can really can really do a number on the heroes. They really can. In fact, this card I feel is best with Rhino. Hmm. Why do you say I that? Like, well, first off, Rhino's no schemer. No, he's and not. Because of that, the heroes often ignore that part of the game and just punch him a lot, right? But if you're playing solo against Rhino, which, which by the way, Rhino loves when you try to do that, this, this can just win the game for the villain. Like, yeah. you're at four, four threat on the main, he only needs seven, and you just sort of ignore it, right? And then this, and a two boost, done. Game over. Just like that. And I think yeah. it's, Rhino's the one that surprises you with advance more than any of the other villains. Yeah, especially since he has only one main scheme. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And it's so fun, you know, I feel like people enjoy punching Rhino a lot, that they forget he can think sometimes. Well, you can find that the heroes retreat back to their little layers as their alter egos, because they don't expect Rhino's scheme, you know, when he when he schemes, for it to be a big deal, that they'll be able to pull off a couple threat here or there. But then this hits a second time, that can really throw you off balance. Absolutely. Right. I think this does work best when they've done all their little calculations and they think they're safe. Yeah, and then this comes up. I think you're right with Rhino. All we need to do is just this his one little simple scheme, and and game over for the heroes. But with every other villain, when they've decided they're gonna take a breather and and go into hiding because they just can't take the heat, uh, and they look at this card, I think that's good way for this card to make itself felt. However, I will say the lack of boosts is a disgrace and should be corrected. True. A card like this <laughs> in future editions should have at least one boost. Because when you do, when you draw it as a boost card, then it does nothing. It doesn't right. advance anything. It doesn't add to an attack. It's just a wasted card for us. And, you know, heroes have no wasted cards, but we do. How's that fair? There's two of them in the deck, too. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Now, do you think a good house rule, if, if people were truly heroes doing heroic things, they would just house rule that these cards have one boost? I don't think they have the guts to do that. Probably not. They definitely yeah. don't. Heroes are, I think, at heart cowards. That's right. But there, I'm just throwing that out there as a as an optional house rule for the Marvel world. Advance and the card that we'll read next should have one boost icon. Is that fair? That's fair. It's okay. only fair. It's only fair, right? So the next card, I'll move on and I'll read that one, is Assault. Also a treachery. When revealed, alter ego. This card gains surge. Uh, when revealed hero, the villain attacks you. And it has a simple quote from Venom that just says, die. <laughs> Straight to the point. Yep. Yes. So it's the complete opposite of advance. It's gonna, the villain is going to attack you if you're in hero mode. You get that surge effect we talked about last issue, where it's one of those that 
it, it doesn't do anything, but it's going to pull. The villains are going to get through their deck quicker. So we're going to get to that acceleration card faster if you're in alter ego mode. But an attack out of nowhere can really land a good punch, especially if you've blocked with a, an ally already and that ally's died, and now it's just. Or, I'm sorry, now it's just the hero sitting there. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I have a question about the design of this card and wondering what you guys think about it. I wonder why it's not just like Advance in that when revealed, the villain attacks you. Uh, wouldn't that be useless if you were... Uh, no, but like there are there are situations in this game and there are cards that attack, that do damage to you and attack you even if you're an alter ego. Yeah, in the Green Goblin cards, yeah. Yeah, there's some Green Goblin, there's some cards that do it. I think thematically, the idea here is you're in alter ego mode. The villain doesn't know who your what your secret identity is. Um, or the, okay. Right. So the the villain can't come after the hero. It's just no good. It's just not going to sure. work. Typically, you're only getting attacked when you're in hero mode. I guess so, but it would sure be a lot more dangerous. Oh yeah. And of course, are we going to mention that we already did? It has no boost icon. Right. Right. So optional house rule applies. Yes. Yeah, and there's two of them again. So of these two. Which would you rather see as the villain? <sighs> Tough choice. I like a well-placed advance as the villain. You can just, boop, game over. Because you win as the villain by advancing your scheme, right? That's it. And I think I've seen villains win more times that way than by taking out all the heroes and knocking them to zero health. Have you ever seen a villain take out all the heroes? I have seen a villain take out one hero. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. And then the hero still won the game. That happens a lot. Well, I think I would rather see Assault because of the potential for Surge. There are better cards in our decks than these two crappy cards. And <laughs> Assault at least has a chance to get us a better card. That's my that's my take. So you prefer Assault for what it doesn't do than what it does do? No, it does it gives you <laughs> it gives you a chance to do something better, at least. Fascinating. I, I totally okay. get the thing about scheming, but unless you've manage to time it right which we obviously don't because it's all random <laughs> that extra scheme that extra scheme is not going to do much unless it wins the game outright or advances an agenda that really needed to be advanced just by adding a few more threat on a scheme we've maybe made life a little more difficult but they'll come back and take that threat off um so most of the time yeah it's an inconvenience for them that you i agree with you there are those wonderful moments where this card wins the game, but they're few and far in between. Advance, I mean. But, and, and, and that's it. That's all it does. But Assault could get you a much better card, perhaps one of the best cards in the game, which is also in this set, which we'll talk about very soon. Steve, do you have other thoughts about Advance and uh, Assault? Nope, I'm ready to move on. Okay. Right, Safa, so what's next? Next one is mine. Caught off guard. It's a treachery, and it has the when revealed effect of discard an upgrade or support you control. If no cards were discarded this way, this card gains surge. First of all, I love the alliteration. Discarded this way, this card gains surge. That's awesome. Uh, it has a it has at least a single boost, which makes it a little less useless, and it always does something. It's going to either take out an upgrade or support or gain surge. In some ways, again, I'm going to wish there were no upgrades or supports so you can get into a better card than this one because often they can just discard something that's 
been used up or is sitting there, something that they don't really need, they just put out because they like the shiny toys. It can, however, early game wreck a hero like Captain America who only has his shield out and then he can't shield toss, he can't shield block, and it can slow down an Iron Man player from getting all his little toys out. If you get it just the right time. Right. right. This one requires perfect timing on our part. And I will say, when this one surges, my heart breaks a little bit. Because I really do like breaking their stuff. Yeah, like if the only thing they have out is an Avengers yeah. Mansion, and they just paid four for that, that's that's good. Right. Oh, it's so fun. It that's so true. Fun. That's true. I, I think I'll agree with you guys that this is less situational than, say, Advance. All right. So how about this? What is your dream card that this one discards? Best card in the game to get rid of. And I know this isn't in our show notes. This is absolutely on the spot. I'm asking this. I apologize. If it's early (laughs) game, a helicarrier, an Avengers mansion, um, something they put out early in order to get ramp, you know? Yep, absolutely. Late game. Late game, they're gonna. There's too many things out. You know, they can pitch a, a downtime or a endurance or something like that, and it's not as great. I think early game is really when it, it shines. You can catch sure. them off guard early. Yeah, I think Captain Marvel's shield is a great, a great one. I like that a lot, Steve. I also would love to discard Black Panther's city. Oh yeah. Yep. That card is crazy good. Yeah. But how often does that happen? Every Um, other turn, really. But doesn't he get to choose what to discard? When is he going to have just the city up? Doesn't he normally at least start with one Black Panther upgrade? That's true, but is he going to get rid of that? Yeah, I I would because you're right about the city being really, really good. It makes a choice. Dream scenario. Dream scenario, Mustafa. What is the perfect card you could see catching them off guard for? Okay, so if it can hit the city, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, maybe he just had his um, affairs of state hit him and and had to lose his Black Panther upgrade. And then this would come, that would be kind of like kicking somebody when they're down. But that's what we like to do as villains. So We have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, the art for this card is great. Is that, It looks like Thanos just wrecking one of like the Iron Watch or the Iron Guard, the, the Iron Man suits that are piloted just remotely that's a great looking picture that's a that's a good villain hit there that is that makes me feel proud of us it's a bit busy though isn't it no i'm gonna be negative tonight oh is that is that what you're okay negative villain well i like the simplicity of advance (laughs) there's no question what that is or what he's up to you know Got that smile, the grin, the that that's a villain. On this one, somebody's throwing fire at something and something's breaking, maybe. Yeah, I think he's just blown that suit to pieces. There's something okay. Cthulhu-esque about assault. I kinda like that. There is that. There's a tentacle. I, I guess that's a tongue, actually. That's Ven- right? Yeah, Venom's tongue. Uh, yeah. All right, next card. This makes me want to see Venom as a villain pretty soon. That would be I good. Mean, that'd be good. If it looks like that. So next, this is our uh, penultimate card in the standard set. This is Gang Up, a treachery. When revealed, alter ego, this card gains search. When they're hiding away in their little loft or whatever. Can't, can't gang up on them and beat them. When revealed, as a hero though, the villain and each minion engaged with you attacks you. I have a lot of thoughts, not specifically about this card, but about the game so far and the decks that we have. I wish there were more minions, just in general, not just because it makes this card better, but like Rhino, for example, doesn't hang out with very many people. Yeah, he has three unique allies, I think four total in his deck. Yeah. Yeah. And so often when this one hits, you're actually just getting ganged up by the villain again. 
This card shines in Ultron. Yeah, Ultron's yeah. great. This is, but it's strictly better than Assault, right? We can agree. It's pretty much the same, but at least there's a chance that you're going to get attacked by the villain and someone else. Plus, it has a boost icon. It I'll, does have I'll a boost. I forgot that. to mention that. Yeah, it's like a better version of Assault. Yeah. And I'm going to object to the art here because it doesn't <laughs> look like a gang up to me. It just looks like Captain America kicking more than one person down on the ground or hitting them. Yeah, they're not even armed. That the one guy in the a... back is unarmed. <laughs> And the other guy has a pistol or whatever, but that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a proper gang the up. The hero wants to be ganged up on. Yeah, I can hit more people with one punch this way. More effective. More efficient. Bring them on. So this uh. card does shine when you play with other encounter sets like Legions of Hydra or sure. the Green Goblin Mutagen when there's all the goblins out. The Ultron, of course, with all his little drones. And then when Gang Up hits and Ultron's out, he's putting out another drone because he's attacking again, and then that drone attacks again. So it can really snowball. Ultron loves this card. This card is... They they should have had Ultron drones kicking Iron Man down to the ground and blasting his suit into pieces uh, as art. Agreed. If you're listening (laughs) and you reissue this card, make the art better. There we go. We have an alt art design. So I, I... When I... You know, because sometimes we're forced to play the hero when we play this game. Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was once hit for nine by this card. Wow! Who yeah. was the villain? It was Ultron, of course. And uh, just I had a couple minions, so I had two minions, some other minion from a, one of the sets, and then yeah, it happened again. So Ultron gets his boost, throws another minion out, gets the boost for all the minions. It's just yeah, and then uh, it was. It was really the villain's finest hour against me in this game. And it also Ultron it game. also ended uh, my game. Oh, good. Ultron, of course, did not win. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so an interesting piece about this is one of our first cards that gets reprinted in a different set. So it's, oh. it's also in the encounter set, a mess of things that you get out of the Green Goblin pack. Does it have Mustafa's art design on it? It does not. Probably does not. Oh, that is unfortunate. No, it doesn't a, have the same art? It's exactly the same card, yep. Same okay. art, same everything. Oh, well. One could hope. I like it. I do like this card a lot. I'm, I'm often happy to see it as the villain. As much as you like that card, I think you like the next card better, and I think I'm not supposed to be talking about it, right? It's not my turn. It's Steve. Steve's turn. <laughs> I'm I so excited. Well. I wanted to cover this card, but no. Yeah, it's Steve's absolutely. Turn. All right, so I'll read it, and then we'll all talk about it. So this is our ultimate card here for the standard set. There's one of them, Shadow of the Past, a treachery. When revealed, reveal your set-aside nemesis minion and put it into play engaged with you. Reveal your set-aside nemesis side scheme and put it into play. Shuffle the rest of your set-aside nemesis encounter set into the encounter deck. If your nemesis minion does not enter the game this way, this card gains Surge, and it has two boost icons. Oh, best card ever. Best card in the game. I wish there were seven of them. Totally changes the game once this hits. Absolutely. I think this is the one card where heroes see it as a boost and are happy, even though it's got a two boost. Oh, they're ecstatic. Yeah. yeah. So I I like this card, not just because it's great for the villain, but I feel like the effect it has on the game is purely positive in that it makes the game suddenly more fun and interesting for the heroes. You know, I, th- I think it's, you know, when your nemesis comes out, and that side scheme comes out, everything is different. Yeah, it can totally change a game. You have to rethink every strategy you had completely. It makes those heroes adjust on the fly. And all the nemesis decks are so beautifully designed against that hero. Like, it's a great card. 
Absolutely yeah. great. And it gives those sideshow characters a chance to walk into the story. And no, they literally walk right in. It's not like they get shuffled into the encounter deck. They get put into play, engaged with you. And then stay in the game forever. Yep. Right. So even when you defeat them, they just go back in. Right. They're not right? removed. There's no victory display like in other Nothing games. Like that. Nope, they're out. It is. And then they could come out and they could engage a different hero, another player at your table in a multiplayer game that changes the dynamics of how that that minion affects the game. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Such a fun card. Now, how many, what percentage of games do you think does this land? It's low. It's pretty low. Yeah. Um, That's the problem with this. There's only one copy. We talked about it last issue about cards you want to cancel. Those yes. cards that cancel the, that the heroes want to cancel. Those cards the heroes want to cancel. This is always top of the list. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. If if the heroes can cancel this, they're they're smiling ear to ear. It's a good call to cancel it if you're the hero. Right. I think the one design element missing on this card. I don't think it needs to be more than one of them. I think that would be too intrusive on the game. But I think this card should have the text "cannot be canceled." Ah. Oh yeah. Um. Because. It's not like it breaks the game for the heroes to have a nemesis come out, right? It makes it a little bit more challenging, especially on standard mode. And if you're just saving your cancels for this, that's kind of a bummer because it's an exciting moment for the game. I was going to say, not just the minion, but the side scheme, too, can really affect things, too. It adds yeah. it adds a whole dynamic to stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. I-, I was going to say, do they really save cancels for this? I feel like they don't really need to worry about it too much because it like we just said it doesn't come out often enough especially with those bigger villain sets that some villains have and you see it but you i think you see it more often as a boost it's just maybe it's just my perception could be i think maybe it's psychological for the heroes like the last thing they want like spider-man wants to see is was it vulture come out at him or yeah, Whiplash for Iron Man, like Whiplash is Whiplash horrible. is good. Yeah, that set is horribly really, awesome. Really good. He's yeah. really well tailored to take down Iron Man. And I, and I, so I think they do save it. And if this just had can't be canceled, it would add a little something, something to the game. Yeah, they might not be saving it like turn after turn after turn. But if it's in their hand or Black Widow's out and something else pops, they they're not might not cancel a caught off guard or a gang up, you know, or if Shadow of the Past pops and they have that in their hand. They're gonna use it. It's gonna That's get right. over. That's right. right. If, if the, they have it canceled, there's not even going to be any right, hesitation. There's, yeah, there's no debate on oh, can we handle this or not? It's just get rid of that. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good time to say, Steve, that we have some issues planned around this card. Yes. Right? Yeah. So the plan for our format is to continue doing like this. Every three issues, we're going to spotlight a villain. Or a nemesis set will have a Shadow of the Past issue where we tackle Killmonger, we tackle Whiplash, that sort of thing. So we'll get those in are depth. Be fun. Yeah, we'll get in depth more with each one of those. We'll do a little research on that nemesis, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. So those will be great, great issues. I think that wraps up this um, most used of sets. All in all, fairly mediocre, except for this one great card. Gang Up's pretty good. The rest are just, I feel, fillers. Oh, they could work in. if the timing is right. Sure. But, but that's yeah. their job. That is their job. That is their job. Maybe they're the red shirts of the villain world. As a standard set, it's it's good. It, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. It lets you build off of it. It gives you a good baseline to work with. Low baseline, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. It, it puts the base in baseline, I think. Yeah. So, well, all right. That was great. Those are those cards. We're wrapped up. So um, let's head over to Team Up. Steve? In our Team Up section, we're going to try to, once in a while, spotlight community contributor that is a little less well-known. Everybody knows about Team Covenant and the other podcasts and that sort of thing. So on this one, we're going to talk about the I Can Do This All Day blog. You can find it at icandothisallday.home.blog. The writer does some preview articles. Spotlights on a single card, taking an in-depth look at just one card uh, and oh, how it, exciting. yeah, how it affects the card pool inside and out. He lists a ton of other Marvel content resources on there, other content creators. He's got a custom campaign mode in there already, and that looks interesting to test yourself against. So again, that's the I can do this all day blog. I say check it out, take a look. Fantastic. And if you want to contact us, we're at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. Mustafa, take it away. The world will be mine.